Hi everyone, you're joining me Farah Azhari in the studio for another episode of Time Spot on the Beat. So, just to cut to the chase, in the studio with me today we have uh, KLCT CEO Stanley Bernard. Stanley say hi. Hello. <laughs> hi. How are you Stanley? Good. Firstly, thank you for having me, Farah. Okay, you're welcome. No worries. Thank you for making the time. I know you're really, really busy. Uh, so I know that, you know, three finals in three years, people want to know a lot of things. They want to know like behind the scenes stories, whatever stories that you can share us that people don't already know about. But um, we know that when you took over in 2021 as CEO, the first time that it was privatized and such, you know, it was doomed to fail. I'm sorry, you're my friend, but I have to say it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was doomed to fail just simply because you guys haven't had such immense success in like, what, 32, 33 years as such um, before you guys won the Malaysia Cup in 2021. So what's the secret? Well, like you started with the doomsday first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Because <laughs> then, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a real underdog story. That's what we are actually. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's no rocket science. I, I don't think it's... Uh, even though the results has, you know, surprised a lot of people, I, I suppose, on three years of consistency of reaching the final. But I think the start, Farah, was purely that you need to fix. You, you've got so many things um, mm-hmm. as when I walked in. But you need to fix, you need to find what is your utmost priority. Mm-hmm. You need to fix that one thing first, which is the utmost priority. And it was no far than recruiting a, a, a head coach, a chief of the dressing room. Okay, let's start there. Um, You know, as soon as you came in, you made one very controversial move, which was to let go, is the nicer way of putting it, uh, let go of this coach that they, KLFA just signed for the season. And then, you know, the whole lawsuit up and down and all this. So maybe just start there. And then what was the thought process behind that? Well, I looked at, I think we had Shuko in the dressing room. Mm -hmm. Shuko then was a player then. A fantastic coach now, um, Indra, who's still playing. Mm. Fantastic 20, 30 years, 20, 20, 22, 22 years career at the moment. Um, and you look at that dressing room and you try to look back, put as much uh, research into. I, I was part of that 32 years as well, yep. which we never achieved anything yeah. as a player. Look back and, you know, find trigger points of why hasn't it happened for this club Mm-mm. and to command certain level of success to command certain level of senior players and, and players that are already in that dressing yep. room which we, which I intend to keep um, I needed a leader a okay. proper leader that understood the balance of what um, realistic elimination football is about okay. what it offers what what the club offers mm-hmm. <laughs> which was not much yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it took four months to convince Boyan easily mm-hmm. Um, behind the scenes um, But I think it was the last bit And then Suddenly he calls me And says I, I hear you got a coach And you've been talking to me Yeah During which uh, Just to butt in During which That time he was in Indonesia Correct? Uh, no He actually, he actually uh, migrated to Zagreb He's okay. already brought Luca and Juni back okay. uh, So <laughs> that made it tougher Because he's done He was done with Southeast Asian football okay. He left Makassar And he, he uprooted Went back to his hometown Mm-mm-mm. So he said Stan I've just made a family decision Mm-mm. I'm going to be in Zagreb He had coaching offers In I think China He had one in, in Somewhere in Eastern Europe Okay And also in Croatia Okay So uh, I, Well basically It's not that hard For me to say it here That um, I had one single Decision to make okay. Like I said I had so many things to fix But it starts with one mm. It's Boen Hodak I didn't have a second person I think everyone knows that now yeah. So Got into board And said This is our exposure If we release this coach Who was signed just before my arrival. 
Mm. I can't go with him. I need a leader. I need someone who understands the balance and half half the things you know I, to put into words is stuff. But Boyan had that in him because he's been at big clubs, mm. very successful Kelantan JDT, and then he took under 19 to become yep. the AFF champions. He's he's worked at clubs like my team who shut down. So yeah. if you look at why it took him, very few coach has that kind of you know understanding of managing different facets of football okay. in Malaysia, which is right. really tough. So. Yeah, the exposure was there. Um, we managed it really well. Mm. Uh, we, we we got through. Obviously, we went on to win the Malaysia Cup that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it worked out. Yeah. Okay. Um. So from the Malaysia Cup journey, like winning it, you know, no one expected you guys to win actually in yeah. the first year of both you and Boyan being involved with KLCT. So from there, it was just like all publicized, 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 and then up to a certain point that even leading up to the final. When KL actually progressed to the final and was about to play the final, I didn't see you during the cup ceremony. What happened there? <laughs> well, culture starts with me, Farah. I think that's a really good question. Um, not many noticed. <laughs> okay. They shouldn't. They should be about the players and coaches, and that's what I'm trying to to inspire here. Mm. Um, I remember a very particular, important person came up to me and said, "Stand, both everyone, you should be there." Okay. And I said, "Yeah, I agree, but not on the podium." Uh-huh. Because you don't see a European top club CEO, Manchester United, Liverpool's of your world, mm-hmm. who wins Champions League regularly. Uh, you're talking about the Real Madrid. You don't see mm-hmm. Fiorentina, Paris, on the on the podium. Okay. You might see them on the bus uh, parade the next day uh, yeah. or at a, a city uh, celebration organized by the city council, yeah, yeah. but not on the night when players and coaches are on the podium. Uh, if you just look back, uh, yeah. Uh, but obviously our culture is a bit different. I'm okay with that. But okay. for me, I just wanted it to be about the players and coaches because that's what it should be. So mm. it starts with me. It's very tempting. Yeah. It, it, I knew that was going to be one of the most iconic pictures. Yeah. Of course, it's really tempting to be on there, especially yeah. for the person who started the whole project. Mm-mm. But that's when that decision comes in and say, "He's got to start with me." That that was my strong belief. I don't I don't impose on anyone. Mm. But that is me saying it's about the team. It's okay. about the players and the coaches. Because I remember being at the stadium for that final, yeah. and I just remember thinking, "Oh my God, this final prize presentation ceremony is so long." <laughs> just due to the fact that it was like one person pulling the trophy, one pulling. <laughs> I, I'm talking. I'm not talking about your team, yeah. I'm yeah. not talking about the players. I'm talking about the other influential yeah. names that they were down there. Yeah, I, I guess you know it's been again okay, our, our first FAM president was Tunku Abdul Rahman, if I'm right, right. Yeah. So it's it's always been how they get the funds in from various budgets, mm. government budgets, taxpayers' money um, to make football important, and I think it's really important to, okay. to respect what has happened. But also that is also maybe the reason why we are not sitting in top 50 in FIFA ranking, why okay. we're not sitting top 100 in FIFA mm. ranking, because that must be a post mortem done. Mm-mm. Where we've gone right, where we've gone wrong, what can be done, what can be improved, um, purely because if it's always been a five-year, say, if we are connected to the political mm. term or the elections, we are always on a five-year term. So this politician, A comes in, he's okay. the menteri besar, he puts okay. a project in, and then you see a kedah winning for two years treble, yeah, and then he goes missing. And then yeah. uh, I'm just saying the facets. Uh, you, you've seen various teams, Pahang, Selangor. It's Malaysian football. It's Malaysian football. Yeah. Why is it not lasting for? Ten years. So Glaciers have been at Man United since 2009-10. There's been protests after protests from. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. He's still there. They're still top clubs. <laughs> yeah. They've won leagues under Ferguson, and then they've gone on to win various other titles recently mm. under Ten Hag as well. But you don't see them having a short-term plan. 
despite okay. structure issues, which is really big issues, owners' issues. Hmm. Apparently, funding is supposed to be a problem, but it's not okay. because that's a way of running the club on a technical aspect, making sure it's bulletproof Mm-mm. of the business. Even in business, there's huge politics. It's okay. just not politicians. They're, they're, they're actually the face of politics. That's Mm-mm. why we say it's uh, actually quite a few of them that I've met have the right intention for sport. So okay. I've got a lot of respect for that. But I just think it's the decision maker, the executive who mm-hmm. runs it every day mm-hmm. needs to be at the top of his game. I mean, a lot of these executives which I've learned from Uh, whether it's English Premier League Richard Scudamore Peter Kenyon who was at mm-hmm. uh, Chelsea uh, David Gill who was at Menu these are people their names are appearing now because United is going through a, a, a phase and all that okay. but you didn't hear their names while 26 years only Alex Ferguson's name was yeah, yeah. was there of course but now when Ferguson speaks in forums he's saying if I didn't have David Gill I wouldn't be where I am Yeah. but then the point is it's not supposed to be that David Gill is supposed to be the face or uh, the point is mm-hmm. Ferguson is supposed to be the face mm. Your David Beckham's and your your Paul Scholes are supposed to be. So I'm using big names because it's easier for people yeah, to relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of what culture is? Because mm. I keep speaking about culture. You remember you, yeah. you interviewed me in 2021. Yeah. I said, "Stan, what what do you intend to do? What's your first?" I said, "Culture." Everyone, what's culture? It's easy to say, but that's culture. Mm. Habits that you practice daily. Mm-hmm. And you don't hear the CEO's name. Peter Kenyon was so successful under Roman. You only heard Roman's name, but even Roman wasn't. I don't think there's many pictures of him out there. Yeah. But in Malaysia, just coming back, bringing back closer to home, it's always been, if you you speak about Kelantan, oh, it's Tan Sri Anwar Musa. He's the face. He did yeah. really well. He won. Yeah. But it should be Boyan Hodak. Yeah. It should be Indra Putra Mayudin. Yeah. It should be Nur Farhan. Yeah. But this is how culturally, I have to mention this, this is how culturally yeah. we incline ourselves. And then what happens when he goes? They've never seen the same successes. Yeah. So it's related to that great era, but the club should be a bulletproof that goes past any spectrum of of problems or facets of problem that will appear in a political realms or a business realms. Mm-mm. Doesn't matter if it's a political owner or business owner or it's a royalty or it's stability. And the first to do it probably is Tunku Mahathir Johor at the moment. Ten years on, he's done it. So we'll we'll come to that. But he's the first to set it. That's why everyone's probably looking at that. But let's go back to what is the real problem. Is just that we need to build football clubs just like businesses. You can mm. change owners, but the club's targets are long term. The fans start to support the club, not the leaders of the club. They mm. go, they come and go. Okay, but um, having said that, one of the main problems that I notice is that you know not everyone can take over a football club. As we see now, there's uh, I'm not going to mention names, but there is a club currently sitting at the bottom of the Super League table, and you know everyone's just like you know what, go back to the nature of your business. Which is again, I'm not going to say. Yeah. Um, but you being an ex-footballer, you've been in broadcasting, you've been in media, you've been a player. Now you're in admin side, running a club, no less. Does that help? That obviously that helps. And obviously, you know, that's what kind of makes you the right person to be at the helm of KLCT right now, right? Yeah, I think it's a really good question towards the the football economics is is what you you targeting, but. What makes me currently a CEO that has achieved three finals? I, I really can't answer you, Farah. I really can't. Mm. I don't think it's because I was an ex-player. I don't think because I was, you know, a, a pundit who was working with the English Premier League and tried to understand. I had love for how club is run. Obviously, yeah. that's my yeah. thing. That's how I got here. But it's really hard because what what happens in Malaysian football is really street. It's 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 mm. really street. It's not because example first year when I took the job, we knew probably. At most, and we didn't know for sure, but at most we'll get a five million sponsorship. Okay. 
from DBKL, yeah. right? And that's for me. Okay, we haven't proven in 32 years. That's great. But to run a club, I, I wasn't in the space that we could go and win X. As you always know, I said that we need to finish consistently in the Super League first. Mm-mm. To be respected as a Super League club Because we've never ever stayed in the Super League above three years Yeah But to achieve that I needed at least minimum 10 million okay. So I've already got a shortfall of 5 million when I okay. took the job right? Yep, yep. And you look around Where's, where's the funds going to come from? Mm. As we are aware Broadcast money is not huge in this country Mm-mm. Clubs don't get uh, X number like the English Premier League So that's one large funding KL is one of the least Most supported big clubs mm-hmm. We've got mm-hmm. great records I, I've, I've seen this You know yeah. We are along the likes of Kedah uh, Of course Joe and Slango Sits in a different platform When it comes to titles But we are the, Probably the second tier But in the second tier Or the six Seven big clubs Of Malaysian football We are the least supported club Yeah Means I'm not going to Generate ticket revenue I'm not going to generate Yeah Uh, merchandisers yep. And then I look at player market So now I've touched Four of the major European Economics of football Okay Broadcast money In English Premier League Player buying and selling uh-huh. uh, Merchandising ticketing. Merchan- ticketing And then merchandising These are the four Major economics of football In Europe mm-hmm. I've got none of this <laughs> <laughs> Okay So it's, it's That's why I say It becomes street okay? yeah. you, You're going You're going to meet people And they tell you Stan You don't have this phone Why would we put money In your club So I had to do something Which I got to be A club that is respected mm. So 2021 We won That helped Obviously that helped That matters Okay to, um, Coming back to the economics Of football We're still there We're still at where we are 30 years ago Farah it's not new That clubs are shutting down I played for a club Who shut down UPB My team in, yeah. in 2009 yeah, yeah. Prior to me I can go You know You can Mm-mm. go on all the names yeah. Saim Darby Proton I can go I can go on yeah. the list MPPJ yeah. Everyone along the way Will tell you It did not make sense Correct. To continue PJ City most reason Yes It did not make sense Malaka went into financial issues mm. You got Sarawak, Sarawak Into financial issues yeah. Uh, and now you probably got Klantan We don't know where they're heading mm. He's trying But mm. the football economics Don't make sense So are we telling ourselves Are we going to accept the situation Not do anything about it And uh, at the moment The guidelines for FIFA and AFC Is you cannot be fully funded By the FA uh, Yeah That's privatization yep. FA means state government money Complete mm. state government money So does anyone have the answer? I don't I'm trying Okay. I, I can't represent anyone else I'm just saying In my journey of being a player Turning into a CEO For about 30 years now In the in the industry Or 25 years mm. It's sti- We're still where we are Be- Yes there's improvements On governance There's improvements On probably the league organization Of, of matches mm. Where we want to hit There's improvement Probably results Are happening all over the place But football economics Okay Where money matters Players do not come cheap Yep. Coaches do not come cheap yep. So that's why they become professional they, they fight to become top elite players They are artists of the club I always use the word mm-hmm. If you're in the entertainment industry That's our lead artist They yeah. get paid the most Because everyone turns up in the stadiums To pay tickets to watch them mm. Not me Not you Okay. Uh, but <laughs> them Right So we're not there yet I don't have the answer But I think what, what needs to be done is Regularly I think there must be um, First carry up the hands And say There is a real concern Mm-mm. It's happening far too often okay. What can we do about it? Okay. How do we get a, a balance between corporate And government funding Mm-mm. Into the league maybe Into into the clubs maybe directly mm-hmm. I don't know the answer But firstly that There must be hands kick, You know that, that says guys We have a huge problem Yeah, It can't go on this way We were saying it's privatization mm. But as soon as there's a shortfall From, from government funding yep. Clubs are shutting down mm. But apparently football Is really important Mm-mm. Ask me yeah. When we go to finals How important it is Everyone wants a France ticket Royal yep. Box City yep. That means it's really important To the people Football is important To the people yes. To the fans 
the fans are looking at this and saying what's going on with the league for mm. the last three years needs to be addressed okay uh well i love to keep going on this because this is where i live this side um time's not really on our side so <laughs> let's get uh, down to the thing that fans probably want to know the most I think your most interesting season so far to me personally was last season. Thank you for that. Because <laughs> be, no, it's simply because I've been there. I heard all the stories of your ASC Cup journey. You yeah. know, you guys are the second team to make it to the finals yeah. in Malaysia. So basically, um how was that? How I mean, how did you go from like winning Malaysia Cup and then nobody thought much of you guys? Even after you all won Malaysia Cup, nobody thought much of you guys. The hype was there for like one two months and then it died down. Yeah. All of a sudden, you make it all the way to Malaysia Cup final with all this visa problem, flight, last minute flights problem, jumping between Super League games <laughs> and away AFC Cup games. How? 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 Uh, now I could laugh. Because it's 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 amazing. This journey will be uh, in my memories, no mm. matter where I go, or whatever I do after this. But it's it's incredible because I was sitting at the top, obviously. Mm. Um, the fans were amazing. I think I remember seeing them celebrating in Malaysia Street in in Ho Chi Minh. Yeah, I was just hoping not to get a call from from the authorities, <laughs> you know, because okay. they were dancing with flares, you know, yeah. and I'm responsible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that gave them so much joy. Um, but I just like to go back really quickly to 2021. Okay, the recruitment started when Boyan came on board. I've already built a little bit of uh, of his essence okay. into the character, the way he will approach a match because mm-hmm. time was running out. Mm-hmm. And then obviously when he came on board officially as the coach, I think we we had this great synergy mm-hmm. till today um, to build a team that would last three years at minimum. Okay, at minimum. Okay, so it started then. Okay, so we won the Malaysia Cup. Obviously we won the AFC Cup. Let's get out of the group. You know What's the lowest hanging fruit What's the most immediate target Let's get out of the group mm. That's what our target was So I went bidding for it Okay And when I got it I was really happy Because it's home ground We're unbeaten 22 games in 2021 Yeah um, I thought Well look Tempines Makassar We might have a chance Mm-mm-mm. There you go First stage Yeah And then oh, suddenly It's Vital in Ho Chi Minh So then the bill starts to come in Right Yeah <laughs> Because carrying these big groups <laughs> So obviously for me You get the other side Yeah So that was the first bill That came in Going to Ho Chi Minh Wow Okay Six figures Because this is unbudgeted Because yeah. you only budget For the Yeah you, you budget A little bit In case you make it uh, But You don't really feel the bill Until the bill appears Okay Then the boys does Incredibly well <laughs> It's crazy what we did it, it, It's It's an amazing Bunch of characters In the dressing room Okay They, they just They just Are incredible with, with how Boyan Gets them to wear uh, Tactically How we beat Vital is insane To think okay. about it As Rigani Saving a penalty Mm-mm. Then we come back We beat Makassar At home yeah. Which we knew we could I yeah. think that was the only game AFC Cup I had We won 5-2 Because we met them In the group yes, And we knew yes. we had a chance But the next thing You know is You're, you're off to Mohun Bagan in Calcutta Which yeah. you never knew Four days Until four days before Five days before Because of Whatever was going on At FIFA Um And my god That was just Because we played in Sabah yep. We came back And we were told that On a Saturday morning We had to open an embassy uh, yeah. The India embassy To sort out our visas yeah. right I don't think any of Those people who turned up From the embassy Was really happy that day Yeah Because they could have been With their families Yeah you took away the weekend <laughs> <laughs> um, But it was this This point was Was really important I've not mentioned this Anywhere actually Okay So when we beat Mohan Bagan Paolo scoring a magnificent goal I think 3-1 By mm-hmm. the end of the night 90-95 minutes of match um, It was two minutes of Real joy 
And then I get a text on my phone. I'm in India, right in the stadium in uh, Kosal Lake Stadium. Okay. I get a text. Stan, this is the estimated bill to bring the whole team to Jizak. I'm like, okay. That, that just put the celebration a little bit down because I've got that responsibility to speak to my stakeholders, my board and say, guys, the bill just keeps adding up. Okay. It was a serious bill to get the boys to. Oh, well, what's to the ballpark? If you can share, just give me a rough. E- easily, ballpark. easily. I, I mean, just the team alone was about 400 to 500 grand. Thousand, yeah. Yeah. Is this? Are we talking US dollars or are we no, talking, no, ringgit, talking ringgit? Ringgit. Yeah. Ringgit. Okay. Ringgit. For clubs who who you know how clubs are, we we we, we budget it tight, especially us. Mm. So that's you got to churn that up mm. within seven days mm. and bring the team. So it doesn't matter; these problems are there, but we face it with a lot of mm-hmm. face it with what the team is doing. Remarkable. Yeah. Um, we've we have to do what we have to do to bring them there. And again, the, the, this was the point where <laughs> we said, "Look, when Uzbek, Uzbekistan, Sokdiana, Chizak, I think the bo- we had to fly 24 hours, yeah. including the journey. Yep. I think by the time we reached Chizak was about 27 hours. Mm-hmm. And then there you go. We We did another incredible night, um, Kevin Mendoza kind of night. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> back in Bukit Jalil in the FC Cup final, I just think we had um, what they did was already incredible because we had about 13, 14 players. We didn't have a 20 man squad. We didn't have 22. Okay. We had more, maximum maybe 15 players yeah. who could play at that level, Mm-mm. and that's what Boyan did really well. He he juggled between okay, Stan, I can't play the best in this league game. We got to yeah. sacrifice, so we had to sacrifice here and there, putting all eggs in one basket for Mm-mm. the for the AFC Cup. Um, but it was altogether uh, an incredible football journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ask me to do it again, I'll do it again. Even though it, the difficulties we had, <laughs> I'll do it again. Because okay. that's why we're here anyway. So heading into the FA Cup and on July 22nd, did you put any expectations on the boys or anything like that? Because, I mean, nowadays people are calling Boyan a unicorn. Because they're like... Oh, the club he's is a unicorn. <laughs> they're calling him especially because he's at the head of it all, right? <laughs> on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. So um, did you put any sort of expectation or has pressure started coming in from you know outside outsiders there was this moment for in, in 120 minutes I told the dressing room immediately after the game I walked into the dressing room to congratulate them in uh, in uh, Stadium Sultan Mizan in Kuala Terengganu in, in okay, Rombada the semi-final yeah semi-final yep. right after Gigi scored the, the final penalty said to them watch the 120 minutes when the referee blows this whistle mm-hmm. you get five Terengganu players okay. just falling to the ground yeah And you get KL players, every single one of them, this is available, you can watch it. They're just walking back to Boyan. They look like they were walking to the finals. They didn't even bother about the penalties. Yeah. I told the boys, this is what experience does. Mm-mm. This is what big mentality mm. is about. Big mm. clubs, they say, oh, big clubs are familiar with big stages. You know, yeah. he's saying in football, you need players who are, are customized to big matches with yeah. big crowds. This is what they were. They were playing against 35,000. Yeah, fantastic football culture in Terengganu. Yes. I envy it. Yes, they turn up early with their families. Um, I, I, I wish I was playing uh, in stadiums like this regularly. And our boys treated them like they were our supporters. Yeah, they didn't feel it. They, they, they've, they've, they've scored. They've won all penalties under Boyan for three years now. Mm-hmm. And they take at the end of the fans' hardcore, whether it's the ultras or whether it's the the hardcore fans. Yeah, they always. Take their penalties facing the opponent fans who are going, you know, with the mm. boos and the, the the psychological game. But these boys just takes all in three years now, and and they had no doubt that they were going to win this pens. Yeah. So with that kind of mentality, just to come back to 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 a final game, final. I think everyone who goes to regularly to finals, big clubs like JDT. Okay. They know when it comes to final, 
you take all the form, all the form guide, all the data, all the statistics that you have, you throw it out the window. Yeah. Because that's what happened in 2021. Yeah. And since then, we've we've never been even close to them, close to them, toe to toe with them. Because they've done large improvements, they have spent a lot of money to rightly so in a, in a right way to get to where they are today. Yeah, they 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 untouchable, invincibles at the moment in the league. Yeah, we just faced them recently. Mm-mm. So I believe what I'm saying is these boys with that mentality. There's not much that I could say to them except they know that's a final. Mm-hmm. What you'll get from KL is they'll throw everything on that pitch, mm-hmm. and hopefully we 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 get the results on our side like we did in the past. Okay, because uh, time's not kind to us. Today So um, just final question from me Just now you were mentioning Something about um, Having a plan to sustain the team For a maximum of 3 years Okay I hate to say it But this season is the third year yeah. So <laughs> What's your plan after this And also Do you regret taking up the job And Do you see yourself staying in the club For a really long time There you go Answer it <laughs> wow, uh, that's three questions in one. Okay, mm. let me go to the to the first bit, right? Because I think three years, three finals. Guess what? That ha- has made this club mm. uh, a club that is high achieving. Yep, that has made our players and coaches really expensive. So if this club wants to keep them as any sporting team in the world, any football franchises, clubs in the world, you got to get the funds in. Right. This is what why Boyan went loud recently. I've gone loud. We need we need really powerful forces to come mm-hmm. together. Whether it's the, the the some of the funding from the sponsors from the government, some of the funding from corporate, who all cares about this club? Yeah. Because yep. they can disappear. They have a very good market value. Mm-mm. For me to keep them this year, I've I've kept them three years, yep. which is already probably the biggest success of me. Yes. As the CEO of, To keep them With the limited resources Mm-mm. Because they believe In the project They believe in the culture They believe in Boyan and I Mm-mm. But there comes a line And we've crossed that line Yeah No money talks Okay Right With that it correlates To the next part I've reached my three year I think I've put Consistency as the KPI Yes I certainly believe I've superseded it um, I'd love to be at the club Okay But I think it's really important That I see That football is important To The people of Kuala Lumpur Okay um, When I say people of Kuala Lumpur People in powerful places Need to see it Because they come for finals They love the fact Of giving public holidays When we win Yeah It must be important Thank you very much For the public holidays Yeah <laughs> So that that correlates To obviously me wanting To stay longer And and put things together But it comes to a point Football economics In 32 months One of my biggest jobs Is just going everywhere Knocking every door mm. Saying guys You know People don't want to see me These days Because they say Stanley will meet me For 20 minutes And then for the next Half an hour He speaks about <laughs> Can you sponsor me? So I'm I'm not very welcome in a lot of uh, okay. big consortiums these days because they said Stanley is finding money for okay. the club. He he just goes to everywhere to find money for the club because he loves his football club. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, there was another question, and you asked me about three uh, years. I said, how how long do you see yourself staying at the club? Well, it all depends. That we are there. Can yep. you imagine these boys twenty second in, in the final if they they do something remarkable? Can you imagine? You know this. I know I know a lot of people want this club to continue. Yeah. The fairy tale to continue. Because yeah. there's a story to be told. Of course. And I'm the same with them. I I I I I but I, I have told always if at all it comes to a point where, you know, I, I'm not good enough for the job anymore, I'll be the first one to carry up my hand and say, Look, I've done my best. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone else can take it further. I'll be the first one to carry up my hand. Because this has been a very, very strong passion journey for me. And I'm really, really, truly proud of where it has gone. Um, with the players, the coaches, the management. Um, but I think that comes to a line. And now we're looking at that. So maybe that question can be asked on a different forum in 30 days from now. 
Oh, okay. All right, interesting. Um, fantastic job so far, Stanley. I Thank mean, you, keep up the good job. I think KL fans just really, really love you right now. They probably have posters of you in the inside their bedroom or whatever. <laughs> so thanks for joining me today in the studio. Um, that was very insightful. It's a wrap. Again, thanks for listening to Time Spot on the Beat. I hope you guys walked away with something today. For more insightful conversations, head on over to Audio Plus, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Until next time, bye. Thank you. Thank you, Farah. Thank you.